Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltzlamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Walter goes to Drew Smith. Bill Miller looks at his hand and throws him out. And Smith can't believe it. Shown his hand again. So they checked him when he came in from the bullpen. They didn't like what they saw, so that's a 10-game suspension for him. The rest of the Mets infield checking out the hand themselves, but he is out. And the Mets now have to play a pitcher short while he's on suspension. That is the key there, and that's what Buck Showalter's thinking about right now. How sticky were your hands? I don't think they were sticky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, obviously they do. Um, I'm sure they're going to come out with a with a statement saying something similar to Max's, like stickiest hands ever or whatnot. But um, my hands weren't sticky, and I had everybody check them as I was coming off the field. I don't know if that was caught on camera. Um, the MLB guy in the in the tunnel, I kind of forced him to feel my hands as I walked in. I just grabbed him like this and pulled, and he actually laughed and said there was nothing there. So uh, I don't really know what else to do. All right, this is why I love doing Baseball Isn't Boring on the go. I love doing Baseball Isn't Boring podcast as a whole, but uh, one of the reasons is because we can react to things. We can can advance conversations off of other things that we either have done or things that we're going to do, whether it's quick interviews, whether it's taking it from previous podcasts, whatever it is. And today's a perfect example of that, where you have a controversy in the Major League Baseball because of sticky stuff. Yes, Drew Smith and the Mets, he got busted for sticky 
sticky stuff. And that obviously follows a teammate of his. Earlier this year, Max Scherzer had the same deal happen. So when we we could just talk about it, but instead of talking about it, why don't we go to an umpire and get his perspective? And that's exactly what we did. Umpire uh, Jim Joyce, one of the best who ever did it, Jim Joyce, now retired Jim Joyce, he came on the Baseballs and Boring podcast to offer a maybe a remedy when it comes to this sort of stuff where because it sure seems like there's a lot of room for interpretation between the umpires between the players and between everybody else well jim was excellent and so i wanted to make sure everybody heard what jim had to say because i think today is very very pertinent here you go at baseball at bb isn't boring baseball isn't boring podcast on the go the, another another thing, obviously, this came before all these changes, which was the umpires having to, uh, at one point when they first started, give you know full body pat downs to guys, and then it sort of became a glancing thing, and now it's sort of somewhere in between uh, checking for sticky stuff. Now, <laughs> when I think when I and I don't know about you, Jim, but when I think about pitchers doing that sort of stuff I, i'm old school i think of joe joe necro you know flipping out the the file board out of his pocket or or something like that i just wanted to get your perspective of of is this is this something that is manageable i guess yes i agree i think i, I think that's also another great question about you know about about where we are in the game too you know the joe necro thing that was a totally different thing. That was a manipulation of the baseball. Right. And and I've, had, I've actually had pitchers that manipulated baseballs by either scratching them, cutting them, or whatever. I actually, an old war story, and when I was in the minor leagues in AAA, a pitcher had filed one of the rivets on his glove to where he could cut the baseball. And it makes the baseball, it, it makes it move in, a, in an errant manner. Mm. And but the funny thing about it is he went to cut the baseball and he cut his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he bled. He bled all over his body. He, he had to call time and, and have the manager come on. I get out there and I said, "What's the problem?" He said he cut his he cut his thumb. I said, well, "How do you cut his thumb?" He goes, "You know, the manufacturer made one of these rivets on his glove for this shirt." I looked at him and I said, uh, I, "I'm calling bullcrap." And you know, that's different than a pitcher using. Seeing what is quoted in the rule book, a foreign substance right. to get a better grip on a baseball. You're, you're going to be shocked when I say this. I think a pitcher, they should. I think the, I think the players' association and Major League Baseball should sit down and, other than rosin, come up with a substance, whether it be a you know. <laughs> The byproduct of uh, of the tanning stuff and rosin together, yep. or whatever, I do believe that that's a safety issue. I really do, especially in the early months of you know March, April, May, you know, uh, doing like that. And that I was a pitcher in college, mm. and um, I will never say that I used it, but I did use it. Yeah. And, um, I caught. I believe it or not. I've only been on the field a couple times where a player, a pitcher, has used a foreign substance. Uh, I, caught, I caught. We caught Will Smith one night, but he didn't even disguise it. It was pine tar in his arm. Yeah. You know. But I get it. I really do get it. And it, it, what cracks me up is that 
when they kick somebody at it or they have um, made them go wash their hands or whatever, their, the rotation on the spin of the baseball does, does go lower. Mm. Um, I, I think they should have something. The batter's got pine tar, rosin, spray, sticky stuff. A better tape, everything. They have the complete advantage on this. A pitcher has nothing yeah. other than sweat, other than sweat. And uh, they made an exception. They can go to their mouth. They can go to their mouth now on the mound as long as they wipe it off. So that's you know that was a couple years you know ten years ago. So I think they should be able. There should be something they all can agree on that a pitcher can use. Hmm. Now, will it be? Will a pitcher take it farther? Of course. That's why you have umpires. Yeah. So. Yeah. How about how about from the umpires? You see these guys, and and you know we have the case of Scherzer a little while ago, and you know saying, oh, listen, you know, this is ammonia in, in in pine tar. I'm sorry, in rosin. This is what they, they told us. Okay. I mean, for for an umpire. It also, it's there's some room for interpretation, I would imagine, considering you are allowed to have your hands a little sticky because of the rot. I mean, there's a little room for interpretation, right? I I couldn't agree with you more, but um, let's not insult our intelligence by sitting there and saying that when you can't even you can't shake the ball off your hand because it's so sticky. That it's just bullfrog and rosin. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, I know the difference. I knew the difference 100 years ago, and um, I know that that thing about Scherzer. Here's what cracks me up about that whole situation. Why didn't Scherzer fight it? Mm. Yeah. Why, if he was so adamant that he did nothing wrong, why didn't he fight it? Mm. I would have. I would have. I would have been screaming about it. Yeah. And. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but once again, I'm going to go back to, I think they should come to a happy agreement on letting the pitchers use something. I know they say that rosin. Rosin doesn't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I Like I said, I was a pitcher. I used rosin. And um, all it did was irritate my hands because I have such delicate hands, I guess. <laughs> no, sure. but you're not alone. You're not alone. I mean, I... I <laughs> You know, you know what I mean, and, and, and you can't tell me in this day and age that we can't find something that is a happy medium between. And this is what cracks me up: it's a fight between the players here, and you got to defend the pitcher, but you got to defend the hitters too. Mm. And I don't, I don't know why that there's we can't find something that a pitcher can use that's going to make both sides happy. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Mouth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.